to Calling Game. I'm Kelsey Trainer here with my co-host Amma Jagnarine. Hello. And it's been a heavy, heavy week, Amba. Yeah. It How you doing? Been great. I mean, I'm doing I'm doing okay. Um, I think Sunday was a really hard day for all of us. I know uh, we spoke on Sunday and both were pretty emotional about what happened. Of course, um, we're referring to the absolute tragic passing of Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gigi, um, and seven other people aboard a helicopter crash in Calabasas, California. Um, it, I kind of want to tell my story a little bit yep. about where I, I feel like it's one of those moments where everyone is going to remember where they are, where they where were, they were yeah, yeah. what they were doing. Um, I had just left, I had gone up Sunday to as for as press to watch USA basketball women's team practice. Um, they had an exhibition game against UConn Monday night, and the press were invited up to their practice. So I was pretty excited. It was a pretty cool cool day for me. I got to see Suber, Diana Taurasi, Brianna Stewart, um, you know, NECA, all these players that I've never really seen a lot of them play live. Yeah. Um, and I got to see them practice and talk to them afterwards, which is something that I think that we Ooh, all dare. I don't know why someone would text us. We're not that cool. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I got to go up to there and talk to them. And it was really neat. The, we all talked about the WNBA, the new collective bargaining agreement. Um, and I drove up with a few other reporters from Bleacher Report, The Athletic. And we were driving. We leave practice. And we're driving back. And all of a sudden, um, my friend goes, no, this isn't true. This is this has got to be a hoax. It's TMZ is reporting that Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash. Um, and as the news kind of kept coming in, I know there was a lot of false reporting. Yeah. As the news kept coming in, it was shocking. And I mean, as soon as as soon as it was confirmed that his daughter, Gigi, uh, was in the helicopter with him, I mean, I. I burst out into tears in the middle yeah. of 95 South. Um, we all did. And it was just so jarring. I mean, what what was your take from your experience? I mean, again, I probably will never forget where I was when we heard the news. Um, I was coaching with my best friend. Um, I coached softball on Sundays. And um, she pulled out her phone right before, right when the girls were warming up. And, you know, we coach this first group that we coach there anywhere from six to, you know, nine years old or so. And she pulls out her phone. Her dad texted her and said, Kobe died in a, a helicopter crash. And I was like, what? It, it, it just... I was like, no. And then, you know, as the reports... And then, you know, I spoke to you and the reports kept coming out. And I, I felt like... You know, because I was coaching um, these kids, I felt like at in that moment I really had to compose myself. Um, but the first thing that I, I, I and I told you this on Sunday, the first thing I thought about when I heard this news was my parents, and I, I'm not sure why, um, but it just well, it just reminded me about you know how like life's precious, right? How like precious life is. Right. How I wanted to check on them right away, and you know make sure everybody that I love is okay. And, you know, it, it, this is something that I personally have never been very affected by, you know, a, a, a death of a, of a Stranger, celebrity. Someone and, that you don't know, you know necessarily. Like it, it doesn't, to me, like, I can't process it, but I was so, like, affected by it. I was sitting in my car and, like, 
and like couldn't breathe yeah. sobbing and I think that's I think that that's a lot of people's anybody that I've talked to it people are just a little bit surprised and taken back about how affected they were yeah and I think so I think we want to get to some of those reasons why obviously it's a tragic death yeah. um and I know for me personally anytime I saw a picture of Gigi I just burst into tears yeah. and it was hard to see all those pictures you have Kobe Bryant the athlete right so people worshipped him he yeah. was was one of the greatest of all time mm-hmm. um But I think what hit me the hardest was the next chapter of his life that he was living and um, what he was doing for women's sports and for his daughter and to change the conversation and the narrative and change people's minds about women's basketball in particular. Um, And so having been up there with some of those players, basically as this news was breaking, it was heartbreaking because you lost an advocate but not only that like you lost the we lost the future of what the MB, the WNBA is yeah. i mean Gigi was so good she was amazing she was a, some of the clips out there she really mirrored her father's yeah. um her father's skills and you know he would say in some clips that she was better at him yeah at, better when, than yeah, him yeah i did age. i did hear i saw a video um an interview he was like Gigi's better than than i was at that age and you know i think something that really broke my heart was that recently in the past couple of years every time I saw a photo of Kobe it was with Gigi courtside at a Laker game right. or at any game I can't look at one of those I can't and look at another one of those it pictures was, it 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 you know I've always known Kobe as the athlete and as as this like intense like competitor incredible athlete but in the past couple of years like that that view of him and I think this is the same for everybody has kind of changed where you see Kobe the dad and you see him you know guiding his uh, guiding Gigi and showing her you know everything that he knows and you see that you've seen that and it was really like you know we didn't hear right away that that Gigi was also with her and you know that was one of the first things that I thought about when when I heard it I was like man I hope that Gigi is okay and And he just didn't I mean he didn't he didn't just talk the talk he walked the walk when I looked back to this is just like horrible I think this was just my way of coping and dealing I started looking back through his social media and his Twitter I couldn't do that and like probably in the the last two to three tweets that he um that he had was congratulating um a WNBA player on her retirement yeah um that not many people knew this player I mean not many people knew her name and then I look back at his social media and how he was really encouraging and putting a lot of these young women um on the map and he was really just involved in promoting the game I mean him and Gigi were and so it was just tough you know especially considering um the game on Monday night UConn had a number two jersey and an empty chair with flowers on it for Gigi because that's where she wanted to go to school Um, so it was just a lot. I know, I know me and you struggled the past few days and, you know, uh, it don't mean to, usually this podcast is a bit more lighthearted. Yeah. Um, and I think we'll, we'll get there, but we just really wanted to, to pay our respects. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, honor 
it's just Gigi. I mean, what? It's just so upsetting. I, I'm yeah. at a loss for words. I, I am too. Yeah. Um, and then, especially, I mean, now we see the NBA. They canceled uh, Tuesday's game with the LA. Clippers and the Lakers playing each other are going to reschedule that. Yeah, and um, I would imagine they're going to, you know, do some sort of tribute when when that first game does get played. Right. Um, like we're but, we're just it's just getting started. We, the, yeah. you know, funeral arrangements, any of that stuff. Nothing has been made. Um, we still don't really know the full cause of the crash. Yeah. It's just it's just a lot, and it's, it's a been lot to a, it's been a real struggle. I mean, you wouldn't know that the Super Bowl was this weekend because yeah. of how the coverage has been. It's just been Kobe. I mean, can you think of somebody else that would have this large of an impact? I mean, it's just, you, you can't. And just so young with his daughter. Yeah. Um, it's kind of unfathomable and um, sadly what happened. So, um, you know. I, I don't know that I have a lot more to say because yeah. it's 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 really hard. It is honestly like, and like you said, this this we like to be a little nutty in this podcast and have fun. Um, and I was I, I look you know, and I said to you I, I really want to pay respects um, in an episode and when we're ready, um, you know, we should do that. Um, but honestly, I was really dreading it because I I just didn't really again at a loss for words yeah well we know a lot of other people are feeling the same way too yeah. so you know when this comes out feel free to drop in our dms or send us an email or anything yeah. like that um we would welcome any comments or you know just if you want to talk about it because it's it's tough it is tough and um, i don't think there's a right or wrong way to um process it right um and i think a lot of people do so differently and I guess the one thing is to, you know, keep moving forward and, you know, keep looking at the game the way, you know, the way he saw it, both NBA, WNBA. Right. We're going to keep, I mean, someone said that on Twitter. It's like, you want to honor Kobe and what he stood for. Um, yeah. You, you support women's sports. Right, you, exactly. You, you know, raise people up. Um, mm-hmm. And... I think that's exactly what we do and kind of, you know, there's no kind of good segue into the next topic, but something that is um, happening this weekend is Katie Sowers is the first female and gay coach to coach in the Super Bowl for the San Fran 49ers. Super Um, excited. I am very torn about because, you know, I'm from New York. My teams are useless. Um, at this time of the I year. I can absolutely confirm that. <laughs> um, Jets, Giants, nobody, um, I have no hope. Um, so, you know, I just kind of arbitrarily pick a team at this point if my teams aren't in there. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm conflicted because, you know, the Niners, I'm like, man, They're I really, I want to root for them because, right. you know, first female assistant coach. Right. This is big in it's the huge. Super Bowl. But also, I really love Patrick Mahomes, and I think he's a stellar quarterback. He's a um, he's a stellar quarterback. I've got to say, if you don't know, I am from Philadelphia, um, and so to me, the Chiefs are just the Eagles West or mid yes. country. I mean, they're the Eagles of the AFC. <laughs> okay, <laughs> why? Um, well, you got Andy Reid, okay, okay, former Eagles. I mean, we don't win the Super Bowl without all of the work that Andy Reid. Did, yeah, leading okay. up to it, Fair. and the work that he put into our program, mm-hmm. he took us to you know how many, and it's playoff games and NFC Championship, and 
um, to the Super Bowl. And um, the, their style of play, man, and their fan base, it's nitty gritty. It is. Gritty reference. It is. Was that is purpose. true. The gritty reference. Okay. We love Gritty. <laughs> yeah, we do. He's being reckless lately. Yeah, but, you whole know. other topic. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm. I don't know. I think we're gonna have to probably place a bet this weekend. Um, but yeah. something that you brought up earlier Even today we can't because we live in New York. But okay. Right, right, right. Um, something that you brought up <laughs> earlier today was like I was so interested in this. <laughs> you just asked me. We just we just throw out what you just. Randomly said. Okay, I mean, so we were talking about this. It's not like I, I just put this out there, you know, unprovoked. We were talking about the Super Bowl, and I was like, you know, I love Shakira. <laughs> uh, my who, parents are from the Caribbean. Who we doesn't? Love, you know, we love them. So I was like, is Shakira going to drop a single before the Super Bowl? <laughs> like, I mean, it's or a, J-Lo? It's like, a valid question. Too, like, Should they? Urban Latin queens? I'm like, mm, I would love this. What? I, think I don't they even, should. I don't even know how we would cope if two urban Latin queens dropped a I would a, die. Do you know who I am? Right. <laughs> Tell the people who you are. <laughs> I would die. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Um I think I think it's a has, has this I I've never paid attention to this these trends like when when artists um release music, but do we see that that artists um if they're in the Super Bowl, if they know like a good amount of, like I I know recently like the past couple of years they've been like, kind of last minute. But do they generally release at least a single or an I album don't something think around so. that? Um, yeah, we're gonna have to ask us like a sister music podcast yeah. if they know that information. If but you have a sister music podcast, um, just like let us slide know. into our DMs. Right. Um, I'm just saying that if Shakira came out with a new single, I would not be okay. Right. Amba would literally drop. Yeah. <laughs> she would not be. She would. She just wouldn't be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. I'd have to put like fans over her and yeah. resuscitate her. Right. But it'd be, be fine though because you know, I, I would probably be. Um, it would be tough for you to be around me because I would just make a lot of Shakira puns. I would probably work hips don't lie into a lot of situations. Yeah, I can't um, do that. You know, I do a great share impression, and so share and <laughs> share and Shakira are like kind of like an octave apart. Do you know? Do you know what I'm gonna do if you pull out the share impression on Super Bowl Sunday? Record it. Grab. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bravo. I've, I've had that open the entire episode and have been waiting for a good moment to use it. And that's why I'm Listen, my- you know what? I have not... Actually, I, can, I don't even have a response to that except okay. for, like, respect because you know I love a good air horn. <laughs> I know you do. Especially to just kind of shut somebody up right. or just out of nowhere to hype them up. Right, right, right. Um, all right. So another thing that I saw on Twitter today related to the Super Bowl was a tweet about how much money is being spent um, down there. And we know that this happens around a lot of sporting events, especially like the World Cup. Like the stats always come out. They literally build like shelters around the World Cup. Um, But Doug Hanks tweeted, in the week before the Super Bowl, Miami-Dade County will spend more money on hotel rooms for two NFL teams than it spent last year on hotel rooms for 197 families experiencing homelessness. One million for NFL rooms, about nine hundred k for the families needing shelter. Absurd. And you know what? I have spent a good amount of time in Miami this past year, two years, um, and I will say the homeless population is very significant. 
And right. they need help. And like, listen, I am as big of a sports fan as anybody out right. there. Like, that's why this is a sports podcast. Exactly. I love sports. I love everything about it. Um, the business side of it, where we are turning, like, the fact that we're cool with spending more money on entertainment yeah. than, like, basic necessities of a home yeah. or some place for someone to live um, is, like, mind-blowing. And I'm kind of, like, take a step back. And I'm like, wow. Like, what do we... make any Right. Sense. And how... I mean, I, I, I know that I... I don't know what I can do to change it. I mean, it just seems like that I pale in comparison to... Yeah. But, geez, this is a real problem. No, and how are we combating cool. it? Yeah. I mean, and, like, the money that is spent in terms of, like, you know, security and events leading up to it on, you know, that's taxpayers' money. Yep. Like, geez, we could fix a lot of problems in this world, you know, by not, you know... Abusing taxpayer money. Right. right. Especially when most of these owners... These NFL owners. Oh, they have the money to do that. They're bajillionaires. Right. I know that's not a scientific term, but they are. A million dollars for an NFL owner is chump change. Right. I would like that chump change in my pocket. I would also like it. But, Um, you know, they... It's it's not... And and I don't know what... what, So the Super Bowl and what the NFL and what the teams participating in the Super Bowl do for maybe the community that, that, that is hosting them. Um, maybe maybe they do some some type of a little you know, bit of this, a little bit a of little that, bit of this. a little bit of this, a little bit of um, that. But you know, it just it's it doesn't really it's, sit right. It's not right. And like, ugh, I love football, I yeah. really do. But like, when I watch all this stuff on CTE and yeah. when I see like the amount of money and the commercialism of, of it all, it's just like yeah. the, the best part about sports is like is the, the pure, is the sport and the purity of it and the business side of it is it's really getting to me lately yeah, I mean yeah. it's just it's not right you know no, it's, it's, it's not. just not right it's I don't have any right. other words for it it's, yeah. it's just not right yeah I you know I agree with you on that you know I think we both fell in love with sports at a very young age and sports I think sports and then you know when when we got old enough to really understand the finance and the economics and the business of sports, it kind of puts a little bit of a damper. Even though, I will say that at some point in my life, I can see myself benefiting from the business and economics right. of sports. It would be a bit hypocritical right. of me to say this when I am liter- when I literally talk all the time about yeah. how to up the business of like women's sports. Yeah. Because, you know. Alright, so I but get it. I time, get it. I do... It, I do understand that it doesn't sit right with people, and with me as well. That you know, the the Miami is spending a million dollars on NFL rooms when when the teams and the players can afford that themselves, right? And spending significantly less for homeless right. shelters. Miami, I just feel like you got to do better. Yeah, you and this is not this. a diss to Florida because you know there's a stereotype out there that's you know. Florida's got some characters, some characters, but yeah. that's a stereotype, and we don't play into those here. <laughs> um, but I will just say, I mean, do better, Miami, yeah. and anywhere else that this happens, because right. I'm not going to just single out Miami. I'm sure it happens everywhere. Speaking of the horrible business oh, of sports, I know where you're going. Um, you're going to take this one, but I just want to give a bit of a context here. Amba is a um, she played softball. 
in college and mm-hmm. she still plays baseball right now mm-hmm. and she can I mean she rips she absolutely <laughs> rips I mean I don't know if that's the right term but yeah, it, it is the right term it felt right okay um be I you know I did dabble I played softball and baseball I was the only girl on the baseball team as a kid growing yes. up I would run back and forth between the softball and baseball field and change uniforms midway through and then I would strike out like all the boys in my class and so going into school the next day would just be like the greatest thing ever yeah, so love it. I have a bit of like an understanding but I was nowhere near as talented or oh god into baseball as, yeah. and softball as Amba is and was um, so without further ado what is happening with the Houston Astros <laughs> What isn't happening, honestly? I'm upset. I don't yeah. even know what's really happening other than, like, I'm upset and there's cheating. And yeah. It's a lot. I have so many thoughts, but there's just a lot. go ahead. So, um, the MLB conducted a report um, on the Houston Astros, and also they're continuing a report on the Red Sox um, about them illegally using electronics to pick up um, signs from cashers. Um, so that they know what pitches. And are this is based off of. I know people might have already seen the infamous videos of like the trash can yeah, bagging yeah. or the. I mean, that's what's out there now, and so there's yeah. the electronic aspect of. Okay. So people have been saying, um, and obviously, I think I think the commissioner of baseball has looked into this and couldn't find um, conclusive evidence that the Astros used these electronic devices that they wore, but. I have heard a lot, and and not just like from random people on Twitter, from like players that have heard that, you know, a lot of the hitters for the Astros wore these electronic buzzers on their bodies, right. underneath their jerseys, um, that they would use in lieu of the trash can banging, um, because you know, as a pitcher, you tend to um, to isolate everything. You know, you hear that a lot. Right, right. That, like, pitchers, they just, like, focused on their catcher and and just hitting their spots and everything. So, you know, but sometimes they do notice that. And when they do, they try to, like, you know, alert the their dugout. Like, I've seen videos of um, pitchers against the Astros. Like, their pitchers are, like, like pointing towards the dugout. Right. Like, stop. Like, right. they're, like, you can see them. Yeah. Like, stop, stop doing that. I can hear you. But that's like the old school way of like cheating, yeah. right? Like well, kind of generally accepted. N- well, not really, okay. because the the Astros used an illegal feed that they wired to their dugout. Oh, that's not that's good. they can't do that. That's illegal. Um, I'm gonna. They guess. have the use of a center field camera for replay purposes, but they're not allowed to use it to decode um, catcher signs. And you know, when you're at second base, if you're a runner at, on second base and you see the catcher's signs and you you know like what they are, you decode them. That's on the catcher, you know. Right. Hide your signs better. Right. Or change, you switch them up. Switch like, them up. Right. Like I remember. Why, I do remember. Yeah, that that's from why playing. they have different it's sequences. Like you would change it up because you play a team before. They know your yeah, plays. Exactly. Or it's the same thing in basketball. You would change the name of your plays right. from game to game and playing a diff- the same. But team. But if a team is using a camera and has a designated team that decodes their their signs you can't combat that you cheating right that's it that's cheating that's the tweet especially if <clears throat> this is true about them using the buzzers which i honestly am leaning towards yes because um last year during during the uh alcs jose altuve um all five foot six of him hit a 
towering home run against Aroldis Chapman, who is widely considered one of the best pitchers in the league, mm-hmm. the, probably the best closer, um, hit his hit a, a home run off of him, and you know, it wasn't something that anybody was expecting, and it was a walk off home run, so. You had a walk-off home run in such a big situation that sends your team to the World Series. You're rounding third base, and Jose Altuve's first thought that's going through his mind, he's holding his jersey closed, and he's screaming, screaming, like, don't, like, in Spanish, don't rip off my jersey. Right. And as soon as he crosses home plate, his teammates mob him, whatever, he beelines to the dugout. His teammates Is that are, the video that I saw? Yeah, that's, I, I showed you that. Right. And his teammates are putting are you know putting their their championship t shirts on, celebrating on the field. Jose Altuve is in the dugout changing his shirt. Right. And so in in the clubhouse, and that is because he disappears for a he, couple minutes. That and people are alleging that yeah. that's because he had some wired. Yeah. So all right. So there's the cheating. Mm-hmm. Um. Why do I care? Like, why is this horrible? <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, the MLB has benefited a lot from instant replay and the use of these cameras because, you know, an umpire on the field can only do so much they get the calls wrong a lot. Right. So, and we've seen instant replay being slowly integrated into all sports, right. NFL, you know, everything. So, it would... It would probably hurt the sport if they had to take a step back because people were abusing the instant replay situ- situation. Um, I think it it would you know be a be a step backward because, but I I think I did hear some some rumors that um, they were floating around ideas of once a player is in the dugout they can't leave. Um, okay. You know like they there are certain things which you know sounds like they're babysitting but you know. You violate a rule like this, everybody has to suffer now. Right. And I think kind of, too, one of the bigger pictures that people were, I've seen people complaining about, is that if you know the pitch that's coming, right, if you know what it is, whether you are the star player or you're a kid kind of in down in the uh, yeah. the minors, that has a huge impact on how well you yeah, do. You and so stick your bat out. Right. And so a lot of these... What I'm hearing is that a lot of these players in the minors are mad. Like they're oh, pissed yeah. off because they make pennies. Right. That's the it's the difference between like, you know, maybe the last man on the roster like getting a spot mm-hmm. or two because he did well in a game that he knew the pitch to. Yeah. And you know, these kids are down there making pennies to the dollar. Mm-hmm. Um and you've got a, a guy up in the majors, you know, making all this money because he's cheating. He's cheating. Um, so I, I, it's going to be interesting. I think that baseball itself is in an interesting place. Yeah. Um, People are comparing this to the steroid era. Right. It's not a good look. No, it's not. It's not a good vibe. And I am amped to see what next season is going to look like. Because I think the Astros are going to have to take a bunch of pitches to their legs. Okay, so now we've got violence. No, I I think I think so. Honestly, like that's what wow. that's what that's like the culture of baseball. You know, like when somebody, um, you know, shows you up or you don't like what they do on the field, you, you throw them a fastball on the leg. Wow, that is a lot. Yeah, but I think it's I think it's what's gonna happen. And you know, from New York, I'm a diehard Yankee fan. CC Zabathia just retired. Thank God. 
because CC Sabathia is a crazy man. This is the guy that, um, if he had completed a certain amount of innings in a game a couple of years ago, he would have gotten a $500,000 bonus, $500, bonus at the end of the year. During the game, um, a Rays pitcher hit his catcher, Austin Romine, for whatever reason. And CeCe Sabathia, I think it was like the third inning, he just, as soon as the, the Rays catcher came up to bat, beamed him. Oh my gosh. And then the umpire threw him right out. And as he's walking on the field, he's pointing to the Rays dugout. I'm going to swear I'm sorry. And he's like, you can see, like, you can read his lips. He's like, We're gonna have that's to for you, bitch. Up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sean? Sean, I'm sorry. Please sorry. bleep that out. <laughs> Uh, so we're gonna but have it's wild. aggressiveness. I think it's gonna be which, from yeah. a business point of view, is gonna be great for ratings. Yeah, it's gonna be bad for the sport. It is gonna be bad, and for the, the reputation of the sport, and the integrity of the sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is gonna be exciting though. Wow, this is a lot. Yeah, this there's a lot to handle in this, and there's also like a lot of names of people that have like been fired and hired and all that yes. fun stuff. Um, a lot of people fired, but man. That's it's just it's wild. As and you know what was crazy is that the reports just started rolling out slowly. And I remember like we were we sit across from each other. We're we're at work and we I'm have like, a sports desk. We do have a sports desk. We have the name sports desk above our sports desk. It's written out. Yes. It says sports desk. <laughs> it's separated, but you know because we're separated <laughs> by our standing desks. Um, sports, sports. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the, they just started rolling out real slow, and I was like, "Oh my!" God. I was losing it, and Kelsey was like, "Are you okay?" This feels very similar to um, to kind of like a tit for tat thing. So, like today when you went out to get froyo, and I asked you for some, <laughs> and then you said, "If you come with us," and I said, "No," but like I really don't want to go out, and then you came back. <laughs> with Froyo, <laughs> not for me. No, I kid you not. To be fair. No, 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 no. <laughs> I kid you not. I would do anything for this girl. She asked for... I have done anything for this girl. And she can't get me a Froyo. Because I didn't want to go outside in the cold. Oh my so God. I think a little bit of a tit for tat is, uh, is called for in this situation. I think I'm about to call game on that. Um, I think the next time that maybe you need something while I'm out, you know, or a life-saving measure, mm -hmm. we don't know. We'll see if I'm available. All right. I might be busy. To be fair, I did ask you if you wanted Froyo, and you said no. You said I would rather have chocolate. Well, I would, but I also said, but can you just get me the Froyo? No, you didn't say that. I didn't hear you say that. All right, so now we're saying she didn't hear me say that. Um, oh, man. I just I think... I need the commissioner to make his report on this. Right. Sean, can you just give us a ruling Sean on this? Sean is the commissioner right? calling game. Right. He really is. He's yeah. the commish. Um, he's probably like the founder, the commish, the president. The, yeah. I don't even... He's all of it. Yeah. Sean is our editor and um, super cool. I'd, I'd like for some applause to be certain. Actually, I'm not yes. even going to ask him to assert applause. I'm just going to... Oh, we're just... But you should also insert applause. Well, he doesn't need to do it for himself. Okay. You know, okay. I mean, we clap for ourselves yeah. and pat ourselves on the back. That that's because you know we're really just trying to hype ourselves up Something's for wrong with us. for uh, the sports desk <laughs> and calling game. Um, I've got I've got nothing else to be. You got honest. nothing else? No. 
It's a coincidence because I've also got nothing else. What we do have <laughs> is a very cool lineup for this year of guests. Yes. That uh, twenty twenty guests. We're anticipating some really cool guests coming on, and we're also going to talk about the WNBA collective oh, bargaining stay agreement tuned for that episode. in our next episode. I will have you know that I read all 100, 350 pages Kelsey of the- Kelsey has been called Twitter's favorite sports lawyer, so- I feel like that- that what you will. Right. It's not a scientific fact, but- I think it is. You know. I'll go with it. I'm going to take <laughs> I'm gonna take it. Um, maybe it'll lead to, uh, you know- It's a fact. A Twitter yeah. verification thingy, oh, a blue yeah, check mark, right? That. Because that would mean that I was actually Twitter's favorite sports. <laughs> I don't think that's accurate, but I'm gonna go with it. Um, but yeah, I did read the the legal nerd in me like just couldn't not. Yeah. Um, and I did read the full CBA, and I've gone back and relooked at some sections. I actually talked to the players up at um, USA Basketball practice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I talked to Sue Bird. I talked to Skylar Diggins Smith. I talked to Kayla McBride. Um, and I, so Kelsey and I spoke on Sunday about the CBA because that's when it came out, right? It came out Friday. Oh, Friday. Right. Yeah, and so I read it Friday night and I, into Saturday morning. Yeah. So we spoke on Sunday about it and I was like, Kelsey, like, give me your takes on it. She was like, you gotta wait. So I have not read it because, um, I'm not smart enough to do all that reading, but I haven't gotten your take on it yet so i'm amped for this episode because i i want to we're gonna do a deep dive and there's the air horn will be involved right there will be an air horn and you know we're gonna do the there's some really interesting stuff in it i think that that's um you know we're gonna have some player input and we are also i'm gonna break it down for you but it's gonna be easy to understand because i hate legal jargon same so that's a rule to live by um that's all I ha- have for today. Okay. Um, I feel like we called game on a lot of stuff. We sure did. We definitely called game. You know what I would not call game on, though? What? Is a new Shakira single. <laughs> you know what, Kelsey? I'm leaving. Goodbye. And thank you so much. Subscribe. Like. I'm back. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Um, at Calling Game. And yeah. we're super fun. People say. People say. And um, people is us. We actually are recording this on the Katie Nolan's birthday. So happy birthday, Katie. We're we're big fans of Katie Nolan in this this household. We stand. (laughs) Um, We stand a lot of people. But Katie Nolan is one of them. And Sue Bird. Sue Bird. They're homies, so we're homies as well. And that's about it. Um, All right. Thank you so much. Thank you for our CBA episode. And we'll catch you then. We out. Bye.